He went from almost becoming a king to almost being completely abandoned. Talking about Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, specifically the Jesus that we read about in the sixth chapter of the Gospel of St. John. This afternoon we heard the opening lines of that chapter, which tells the famous story of the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes. We will hear excerpts from the rest of John 6 in our Gospel readings for the next four Sundays. It's a really long chapter. In our Gospel reading today, we heard about Jesus feeding 5,000 people near the Sea of Galilee. He fed them with bodily food. He worked an incredible miracle. He gave them all a meal of fish and bread. And they liked it so much, they wanted to make him king. Probably so that they could get a few more free meals. Jesus, of course, did not come to this earth to be an earthly king, an earthly ruler. So before they could crown him, he slipped away and hid himself on a nearby mountain. But Jesus would see this same crowd again the following day, this time on the opposite side of the Sea of Galilee. And there he began to speak to them about another food that he intended to give them in the very near future, a spiritual food, a spiritual food that would bring them eternal life. We know that, of course, is the Holy Eucharist which caused most of the men and women in the crowd to, for lack of a better expression, freak out. Especially when Jesus began to say things like, my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. And the bread I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. And unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. And Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. The truth about the Holy Eucharist was too much for most of these people to handle. So the majority of them walked away after Jesus gave this teaching. Even some of those who had been following him for a long time. The text says, as a result of this teaching, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Now, thankfully, the twelve apostles hung in there. They did remain faithful to the Lord, even though at the time they didn't fully understand the message Jesus had given. When Jesus asked the twelve on that occasion, Are you going to leave me too? Peter said those famous words, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words, you have the message of eternal life. But most of the other followers of Jesus did not continue in their discipleship. They threw in the towel, so to speak, as his followers, perhaps forever. Although we can at least hope that some of them eventually return. Which brings us, my brothers and sisters, to Pope Paul VI. Blessed Paul VI, who will be canonized a saint later this year, he understood what Jesus went through in John chapter 6 in a way that, thankfully, most of us never will. Pope Paul VI had what I would call his John 6 moment 50 years ago this past week when he published an encyclical entitled 
humane vitae, which in Latin means of human life. In that document, which is mostly about the beauty and dignity of marriage, the Holy Father did what a lot of people were convinced he would not dare to do in the midst of the sexual revolution. He reaffirmed the traditional Christian teaching condemning the use of artificial contraception, even within marriage. Now notice I call it the traditional Christian teaching, as opposed to the traditional Catholic teaching. I do that because prior to 1930, most, if not all, mainline Protestants believed the very same thing that Catholics believed, that contraception is immoral. Many Protestants and many Catholics today are not aware of that fact, but it's true. This was a universal Christian belief. Then at their Lambeth Conference in 1930, the bishops of the Anglican Church caved in. They caved into social pressure. They decided that contraception could be morally acceptable, but just in some limited circumstances. Well, you know how those things go. Limited circumstances soon became all circumstances. And every other mainline Protestant church followed suit. Which is where we're at today. What all Christians believed, all Christians, what they believed about contraception for over 19 centuries, only the Catholic Church still believes and still teaches today. Thanks in large part to the courage of Pope Paul VI. But he suffered for it. From July the 25th, 1968, the day he published Humanae Vitae, until August 6, 1978, the day he died. Like Jesus in John chapter 6, Pope Paul had to deal with opposition from people in his own flock, especially the intellectuals, who wasted no time stirring up what amounted to an internal rebellion in the church, a rebellion whose effects have lasted until this day. Within a week, within seven days of the encyclical's publication, more than 600 theology professors from around the country signed a statement of dissent, objecting to what the Pope had said in the document. And it's gone on from there, such that now only 20% of Catholics believe the traditional Christian teaching. Which, you know, is one of the reasons why the divorce rate among Catholics right now it's pretty much the same as the divorce rate in the rest of society. Catholic couples who practice natural family planning, on the other hand, who do follow the Church's teaching, they have an almost non-existent divorce rate. NFP couples, depending on whose stats you read, 4% or less. A coincidence? Not according to Blessed Paul VI. The Holy Father in Humanae Vitae warned the Church and warned the world that when you separate the unitive and procreative dimensions of the marital act through artificial contraception, certain consequences, though unintended, naturally follow. He accurately predicted in Humanae Vitae that an acceptance of birth control would lead to an increase in sexual promiscuity, an increase in marital infidelity, 
He said that men would begin to treat women more and more as objects to be used for their own selfish pleasure. And he said that people would be pressured and even forced at times by their civil governments to limit the size of their families. Pope Paul said that in Humani Vitae, and they laughed at him. They said, you fool. They ridiculed him. So I'm sure they ridiculed Jesus when he gave that teaching on the Eucharist 2,000 years ago. But the Holy Father was right. He was absolutely correct. He was right on every count. What was supposed to empower women and strengthen marriages has had the exact opposite effect in the last 50 years. The widespread use of contraception, even by practicing Catholics, has resulted in the further objectification of women, an increase in adultery, more broken marriages and families, and a greater number of sexually transmitted diseases, some of which are life-threatening, and a divorce rate that's through the roof. So contrary to what you will normally hear, especially in the secular media. Soon to be Saint Paul VI was a man ahead of his time. He was a humble, he was a courageous, he was a steadfast prophet of God who spoke the truth about married love and the transmission of human life to a world that desperately needed to hear it and still does.